Hello everyone and welcome to Phobia. This is the second episode. And before we start this episode, I just wanted to have a little quick little thing beginning to say stay home. I know it's hard, but this is a new thing for the world. We haven't had something affected the world, like the entire world, quite like this since World War II. So I just wanted to say it's very important that you social distance. Okay, enough of that little PSA. Let's get on to our phobia, which is nosophobia, the fear of disease. Okay, we are back with Aiden, so say hi. Greetings. Okay, great. So, what do you think about with all the social distancing stuff with quarantine? Well, I am dying inside, you know, as always. <laughs> uh, I started taking up cooking, which is kind of sad, because oh, yeah, now I just eat. Your Instagram. Your Instagram. Those look good, though. You're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they look good, but they they taste great. I mean, like, it's amazing to eat stuff. But when you're like 280 pounds and six foot four, you know, it's not nice to eat a lot. I made you know what I mean? Yeah. When? Um, a while back, but I made custard. But you did, and it it looked really really good. It it, look, it it looked great. Did it look like your cake? No, it looked really good. It had cinnamon. It looked on like the that top. amazing cake you had on Instagram. That cake was not good. Mmm, yummy. But <laughs> it, it had cinnamon on the top and stuff, and it's kind of hard so you crush through it, and it's like a creamy center. But it was disgusting. It tasted like eggs because that's what you put in. It was basically scrambled. It's Custard is made out of eggs. Yeah, what else but, would it taste like? But it's it was basically scrambled eggs with sugar, and it was disgusting. Yes, it was disgusting. I hated it. How about flan? Flan, mm. flan is good. Flan, I can say, is really good. I like. Flan. Mm-hmm. But what I've been doing is I've actually been rewatching The Office again <laughs> for the ninth time. Well. Yeah, but, like, my mom wanted to watch it this time, so I'm watching again. Uh, your mom didn't watch it the other eight times you watched it? No, nope, I mainly watched that at night in my room with headphones in bed. That's kind of not fun. Oh, yeah, my mom has wanted to uh, watch TV shows with me forever, and I'm just always getting ahead with her. They- and we're watching Criminal Minds right now. Oh, and I've it's really it. good. I wanted to see it, though. Okay. So, wait. Uh, continue. Yeah, so I'm watching that with my mom. It's a lot of eating. It's like of course it is. I feel you. foods, like raisins. I love raisins now. <laughs> my mom got crisps today. Fancy. I love double S's. Crisps. <laughs> oh, okay, anyway. What phobia would we be discussing today? Okay. Well, a little conversation had somewhat something to do with it. What do you mean? Well, we always play games where you guess what it means, but I might have given it away. Let's play a game. No. Yes. No. Okay. So our phobia has one suffix and phobia. So it's the suffix and then the rest should be pretty easy. Isn't that just kind of a word? 
Yeah, well, <laughs> the suffix is noso, N-O-S-O. Like nosotros, like we? Yeah. It's like Amer. I saw this one thing. It was like American people on rides. We, and then it's like Mexican people on rides. Nosotros, nosotros, nosotros. Uh, I would have to say it means together. Okay, close. The phobia means disease. I see social distancing and stuff. How you can confuse that? But it means disease, which is very fitting for for the situation that we are all in. So quarantine. Yeah, exactly. But it's the coronavirus. And some people avoid going outside for public places just because of this. And like, why? They would stay inside. Like, so that's what we're going to be talking about next. Okay, let's get right into it. All right. Okay, so we are back, and it's time to discuss how nosophobia is actually contracted. You almost said nosotros, and it would have (laughs) said now how we are contracted. We are contracted as a disease. We are diseases. It's true. We are diseases. Let's go. Come on. You messed me up. Okay, so it's currently unclear how it is contracted. But there's one way we do know how it is contracted. Contracted, per se, but one way is through exposure. Yeah, which is kind of weird when we get to treatments, because one treatment is kind of similar. Uh, We mean exposure when we mean when someone is around someone and you see them with the symptoms or on the news, or, like, any news media outlet. Like, uh, they'll say, hey, million people have coronavirus, and you're supposed to fear it. You're not supposed to fear it. You're supposed to be aware of it. Yeah. And then you just have to think, could that happen to me? Which makes you worry and get stressed. <laughs> kind of like my mom. But what else are the symptoms? Let's get on to that. <laughs> Okay, it's time for symptoms. This is actually my favorite part of the whole show. Really? Do you not not think this is your favorite part? It's interesting, kind of. But are they symptoms? What? Exactly. I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm just messing with you. It's kind of fun. Okay. Sorry, I had to throw my rubber mallet. Not not rubber mallet. Inflatable rubber mallet across the room. It's oh, fun. Okay. okay. Alright. I, I just find it really interesting, like, seeing what it causes and stuff. That's kind of true. Alright. So, the symptoms are actually kind of extreme here. So, are you ready? Yes! Okay, so it's dizziness, (laughs) um, rapid breathing, shortness of breath, unable to sleep, and the worst is avoidance, which this is... 
what causes you not to leave the house if there's any chance you can be sick. And I just want to say, um, I, I wait, wait. Yeah. Is it kind of like agoraphobia? What's that one? The fear of leaving the house, is it? Yeah, I think it is. It can kind of cause it, I guess, yeah. But I saw dizziness, and this made me think of just today, before we recorded this moment, my sister, I was holding my sister back, and she banged her head on mine, and I was busy for a solid hour, and I was like, oh my god, and then it went away, and I'm okay now. Bro, I just did that, but I was in tech, and I bashed my head on one of the lights. No. So I was just walking there, and I was like, uh, I told myself earlier in the uh, practice that, hey, I'm eventually going to hit my head on this light. (laughs) I'm just walking there one day, and boom. Oops, I almost flew off my headphones. Uh, I was like, boom, and I fell to the ground, and I was like, shit. (laughs) And it hurt. Like, my head hurt after that. But then, you know, all kind of the paint fumes and using hammers and drills got to me. And I was just like, ugh. And then I got back up. And then I was pretty good for about 10 minutes. Do you know what hypochondria is? Yeah, hypochondriac is a person who thinks they have mental disorders uh, or anything. I actually have a book of this, which is pretty funny. Very Uh, interesting. Here, let me walk over here. I'm walking out of the room. Okay. Where are the lights? Where you're doing that, I'll explain that nosophobia is often confused with hypochondria, but they're actually different things. Hypochondria is an illness really? anxiety disorder, which means if you have a symptom like a cough, you picture it being worse as a disease, as, nososo- as nosophobia. You messed me up. You almost said nosotros for yeah, the third time. <laughs> nosotros. As nosophobia is the fear of a specific disease where you think you might have it without experiencing any symptoms, but it's just one disease that you're afraid of. Are you sure without having the symptoms? Because you can yeah. have, like, some of the symptoms. You can have, like, a headache or something. Yeah, well, you can have, a, like, a symptom and make it worse in your mind. But people with nosophobia can also have zero symptoms, but feel they have it as well. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's that's strange. I couldn't find it. It was definitely <laughs> something, but it was like uh, for a a book for the hypochondriacs, and it was about like if you had certain symptoms, and it was like if you had a headache, you could have, and they're like ultra rare diseases, like <laughs> you're never going to get them in your life, like Nile fever or some you know like Aiden, stuff I linguistics. I think that's called like that. <laughs> no, no, it's a funny book. I, I've got it. It's somewhere. Uh, well, what are the cures okay, for well, the sort of about next in the next segment? In the next segment, that's great. <laughs> no way! I mean, my pop card for saying. Wait, shoot, my Pop-Tart! Okay, so, backstage, or not backstage, mm. back audio. What the heck? Um, while we were reviewing the last segment of audio, Aiden was finding a Pop-Tart, and that's what he's eating right now. And so before we talk about Cures, which is the next segment, section, we're having a little mini Cures. section. We're having a mini section. 
before section three. About Pop Tarts because he was looking at the box and it says heat them up, eat them plain, or freeze them. And I'm thinking freezing them could be good. What kind of monster freezes their Pop Tarts? I mean, like, I could get how that's good. You leave it in a car and you're like, oh my god, that's kind of good. But purposely freezing your Pop Tarts. I think it would be of- really. It's what cold. kind of monster? No, no. Uh, it would make it cold, but of course, you don't want to do that. It's you not good. In your mouth. I no. know. No, I'm looking it up right now. I think freezing pop tarts could be good. I'm against baked. I'm uh, I'm up against. I love baked pop tarts. Is freezing. It says I'm about to record. Do I press join record? You're, you're recording right now. I'm so confused. But other words. Is freezing Pop-Tarts good? It's uh, the question. Is freezing says, Pop-Tarts good? Yes. My answer Pop-Tarts. is no. Freezing Pop-Tarts, they're great when they're frozen. Oh, God, no. I will burn you. No. If you ever freeze your Pop-Tarts. I will literally come over to your house and burn it. Just to cook no. your pop tarts. Pop tarts are good frozen. Okay. I'm right when we finish, I'm gonna stick a pop tart in the freezer. I will. I will go burn down your house to cook it. No. I'm coming we, over. We, no, you have to social distance Aiden. You can't come over. I'm coming for you. No. Okay, so... Oh my god. Oh my god, no. No. Okay, bye guys. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) After that Pop-Tart segment, we are back. And there are cures for this phobia, so Aiden, take it away. (laughs) Uh, first, before we go into cures, I actually was looking and I did find, uh, 50 cards, 50 things that might kill you, a book for hypochondriacs. Oh, thank you. Yes. So, name a a symptom. Like, a pretty mild one. Like, something you get every day. Um, Tiredness. It's not that. Tiredness. Yeah. Let me go to Tiredness. Wait, where's T in the alphabet? Sorry. Uh, if you're tired, pick teal or yellow. Yellow. Bowel tumor. Benign or malignant mass that grows in the wall of the colon. Crohn's <laughs> disease and intestinal polyps increase risk. Recovery depending on severity of disease and likelihood of sexual Surgical resection. Oh. Uh, it has a one on contagion. Pain is a three and suffering is a three. Oh, no. There's treatment, surgery, re- radiation, and chemotherapy. Yeah. So the suffering and pain is three and it's fatal, maybe. But you also get cancer. That's basically cancer. So. It's basically cancer. <laughs> it's basically cancer. Okay. And, and, and the other one was, let me just see. Sorry, I walked away from it. <laughs> Was toxic hepatitis. Yeah. Fun. All right. Fun. Okay, wait, sorry. Let's get back here. Okay. 
That's right. There are two commonly used methods. Right. Cognitive behavioral therapy, Fancy. or CBT, and exposure therapy. Exposure therapy? Wouldn't that just, like, kill them? No. Here, have, no, have it wouldn't. COVID-19. It would not. Oh, okay. It would not. No, no. No, sorry, Nico. No. <laughs> I don't want that. Okay. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, let's talk about behavior. Sorry. I'm Cognitive. having a little aneurysm right now. Oh. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Or, as I said, CBT. CBT is a therapy where it teaches you to recognize your rational thoughts and how you realize they are rational and you just kind of stop having them. It's more complicated than you think. It's just, I can't really get into detail now. You just stop. Because. <laughs> just stop. You have a fear. Just stop it. Problem solved. Like, you're afraid of disease? Just stop. No. Just stop. It's like that. It. No, it's, it's more of a. It helps you recognize that you're. This is not normal. I can't yeah, really go into it. much detail. I, I know. I say really doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but like I don't know like how uh, I can't explain the most detail because I'm not certified professional in CBT. Yes. Okay. Well, no the the problem never solved itself. It just happens. And now exposure therapy. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, let's clear this up. They don't expose you to disease. They expose you to news articles or people who have contagious diseases. So you get more comfortable being around diseases. Oh, okay. So they just put you, like, in front of, like, a TV and you see people with it. And, like, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I see where you're coming from. Okay. Oh, wait. It's 420. No, wait. Actually, (laughs) we should talk about exposure therapy for a little bit. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. That's some good drink. Okay. So I remember last time we talked about exposure therapy. We did. Yeah, whereas you raccoons. hated the idea. Uh, raccoons. I still hate it. He, he hates the idea. But as, you know, a counterphobic, I say you go for it. You face your fears and touch a raccoon. Bro, I've touched a rat before, and I'm terrified of it. I am a rat. (laughs) No, you aren't. If if you're afraid of something, like, you wouldn't go near it. It takes a lot of courage to go near it, which... No, it doesn't. Well, like, if you're afraid of it. Like, if you're mortally afraid of something. I'm mortally afraid of heights, and I literally live on a 15th floor in my dad's house. But then when we went rope climbing... That yeah, I'm a counterphobe. It was tough for me because yeah. I'm definitely afraid of heights, but I want to go skydiving. Does it make sense? No. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay, well. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well, our next time is usually celebrities with the phobia. And, but today, oh, boy, I'm going to love this. But today we're going to discuss something. Are more important going Wait. on currently. Wait, what? Later? Uh, yep. Or right, right now? Right uh, now? Next Later? Segment. Okay, let's go.
segment music. Okay, so instead of talking about celebrities with nosophobia, we thought it was a better idea to talk a bit about why we actually have to social distance and how it's keeping us healthy. Social distancing is the act of staying at least six feet or two meters or my height away from (laughs) human contact to slow the spread of disease. Social distancing is very necessary because if we have distance from people, the virus has no way of spreading from person to person. And we will, and not we will, it will eventually go away. But anyways, our analytics show that our audience is around ages 15 to 22. So if you are listening, you probably don't have to worry about the coronavirus, but instead, I'm just waiting for it to be over. But it is possible for you to carry it without symptoms, which is why if you disregard social distancing, you can give it to someone who has increased risk of even knowing it without even knowing it. It's very hard, but it needs to be taken seriously, but not extreme. Yeah, as a person who has actually personally have it, I know each person's symptoms are different, which you need to social distance. Don't be crazy. Don't freak out. Don't, you need to be aware. Don't go to grocery store with your five devil children, Karen, and buy <laughs> 60 tons of toilet paper to sell. For $50 each. That's just awful. Awful human beings. Be a normal, rational person and stay inside. Yeah, just stay calm. Don't go out for unnecessary items. Go out for food, necessary food, and hospital visits. That's it. You don't need to go anywhere else. Yes, and if you want to eat out, order like Uber Eats or something. Yeah. My family has been going on a lot of walks. As long as you stay at least six feet away, you're perfectly fine. Walks are all right. Wait, six Um, feet away from your family? No, from other people. Oh, I get you. (laughs) Yeah, I went around a walk. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Stay safe and healthy. Uh, Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time when we'll be discussing Mysophobia. The fear of music. All right.